Five, four, three, two, one, and we're live. Um, welcome to the show, Amateur Opinions. You already know what it is. To my mom. Welcome to the show. Uh, I've got Easy on the line, and I've got Batsirai as well. Uh, first time guest on the show. Word. Yeah, I'm just going to be clowning around, so that problem, yeah, it's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I don't know if my if my if my if my listeners actually know what that is because that's like a Zimbabwean <laughs> thing. Oh, they're gonna Google it now. <laughs> okay. yeah, me. Even, I don't even know. I don't even know, Glenn. What? <laughs> yeah. No, there's no way Easy would know for sure. Okay. Um. Okay. So yeah, how, how's your week going? Who my is speaking to me? Yeah. I'll uh, let's. Yeah, you. I forgot okay. that it's it's two people on the show. Three people. <laughs> yeah my week's been great how's your week easy my week's been my week's been all right it's been good uh, i'm trying to think the country's in a bit of a mellow place right now we've been having a lot of cases. i was telling glenn this uh, and i know glenn badly wants a happy episode but it's been a tough week in sa we've had like a lot of gender-based violence uh on the rise. gender-based so violence the, yeah yeah okay yeah. Easy. So with the gender based, let's let's leave that for the end. Like that'll just I'll like, leave it for somber the, end. the whole yeah. episode. Uh, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But like, I I, I wanna also like keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? George Floyd. <laughs> just say what what's going on. So yeah, um, yeah. Just I, I'm I'm not gonna go into detail, but the country's like the mood is a little bit somber because of that i've seen um, yeah so the the rant has actually been weakening now I've, I've been monitoring it for the past few weeks and it was strengthening but it's weakened and maybe it's because of that like news of that dropping could be could be i mean they also we, we so we were in a lockdown we were our, our lockdown is split into five tiers we're in the third tier of our lockdown so we're selling alcohol now uh, and for the past i think since the first of June, people have been allowed to buy alcohol, and that's coming with its own challenges. And there's yeah, I was I was like, I was know, reading like people people wanted it banned again, actually. Exactly, exactly. So that's the kind of stuff that's that's going on right here, you know. So, hmm. I mean, in my little bubble, I'm I'm good, but on the ground, it's shaking. It's shaking. What kind but of challenges yeah, do, do people face with the alcohol thing? Well, the domestic violence goes up. Like the stats, it's crazy. Ah, right. The right. domestic wow, abuse, right. like it, it skyrockets. Um, even the, even I know some friends. Like we have a friend who's a medic, um, KJ. So Glenn would know him, and mm. he was speaking about how when we banned alcohol, and he was in the trauma unit, or when he was on call on duty in the trauma division. They were seeing a lot less stabbings and the likes. So, wow. yeah. But at the same time, it's so crucial to our economy that the liquor is flowing. So it's quite the catch-22. In what way is it crucial to your economy? Uh, I mean, in like terms of just... in terms, If you look at like FMCG products, right? Like alcohol is yeah. like probably... If you were to pick the top 10 FMCG products, <sighs> I think maybe six or five of them would be alcohol. I might True, be wrong, but, but I, but I, I would I would argue that the effects of alcohol um, mitigates any benefits it might potentially have for the economy. Yeah, because the, the, the minute thing. your violence and stuff goes up, um, investor confidence also drops. Uh, which, for sure, for sure, which is is worse for you. So having exactly. like um, citizens that aren't drunk and causing violence all the time. I'm sorry to generalize. Um, but that's, it, it seems to me like that would be actually worse for economy than not having alcohol at all. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's, and I think that's where the, the tough decision comes in for government. Same with cigarettes. Yeah. We're having the same debate with cigarettes. We've banned cigarettes and there's an underground syndicate of cigarettes that are being moved around and people are arguing that, hey, let's just sell cigarettes uh, and make revenue on tax. But then there's another argument that that's quite a risky way for COVID to spread because people are sharing cigarettes and the likes. So okay. cigarettes and alcohol, that's kind of like the challenges that we're having right now. We still have a cigarette ban. We're not selling cigarettes and people are fighting that quite a bit. 
funny thing and is, I haven't again, heard any other mm-hmm. country talk about banning these substances for COVID. Yeah, that, that, it is interesting. It is interesting. I mean, South Africa's taking quite an interesting approach, and I think people are looking at it and saying, why? So the cigarette companies are saying, why are you doing this? And they're fighting in court, so mm, who knows? Wow. Mm. Yeah. What's happening that side, though? with with you guys but that's that's me at least and like what's happening here um what is it like on the ground that side in dubai um well it hit it hit the uae pretty hard in terms of like um industry because you find probably like 60 to 70 percent of businesses here are smes Mm. so the minute the lockdown hit um, and businesses weren't making any money; they had to close. Oh, okay. So, so you, you found a lot of people got like laid off. Um, companies oh, okay. immediately had salary cuts uh, on top of laying people off. So yeah, it's pretty bleak out, uh, out here. It's like the wild, wild west. You're blessed if you're working. You're you're very blessed. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, I it's, it's been tough. Like I don't I don't know of any family that hasn't been affected by it. To make it worse. Okay. Um, ninety over ninety percent of the population are expatriates, and if you're not working, mm. you don't have a visa, and you you have like thirty days to leave the country. But there are no flights flying out, so what do you do? Uh, um, and living here is very expensive if you're not working. <clears throat> yes. So I think that that kind of compounds the problem because if ninety percent of people that live here aren't from here, uh, and they've got no income, like what do you do? Then you, sure. on top of that, our economy is mostly tourism, tourism mm-hmm. and trade, because um, okay. like uh, Dubai has no oil, right? So if you have no tourism and you have no trade, then again, like uh, the bulk of the companies here are, are based in those industries. So uh, yeah, okay. it's tough, but okay. God's grace, we're making we're making it work. Excuse my ignorance. I, n- yeah, I, didn't I can't know imagine no like the um, like tourist type of people who ended up getting stuck here. You know, basically. So if you're staying in a hotel or something, and then boom, like country's locked down. Like, what the hell do you do in that situation? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I think it also I, like depends which country you're from, because some countries were um, evacuating their peeps. Some countries were not. Is peeps still a word? Or is that like my generation slang? Uh, it's still all right. It's, it's still, it's still it's Easy. Still okay. still on? Yeah, it's still on. I can't hear you. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, flip. It's not on. Uh, just bring my phone. Oh, can you guys not hear me? Oh, okay. You are on. No, I couldn't okay. hear you. Yeah, my bad. Oh. My bad. Um, I was just saying peeps are still around. Peeps are still around. Um, okay. It's interesting. Excuse I don't want to sound old on... <laughs> on this call uh but i was just saying it's quite i didn't know that dubai doesn't have oil excuse my ignorance but in my a lot of people don't yeah yeah a lot of people don't know that i assumed Mm -hmm. it did never looked yeah for sure me too me too yeah a lot of like historically yeah like dubai's oil ran out very quickly because we didn't have that many like uh oil deposits so it's mostly like um that's why you you found they built the burj al-arab that um like um wind sail shaped hotel the one they call mm-hmm. a seven star hotel because they okay. wanted to put dubai on the map from a global perspective for tourism to lure people here so it, it, it was a very like deliberate and planned strategy by the leadership here because uh, okay. um, like oil ask. wasn't going to sustain yeah. us okay so let me ask what's what's the political situation like is it do you have one party or one person in charge and what he says goes? So the UAE is made up of a number of emirates, about seven. And mm-hmm. each emirate basically has its own government. It's, this, it's one currency, but each emirate has its own government. And that government is ruled by the ruling family. Um, like, because th- th- these families go back um, like hundreds of years that settled in these areas and they basically owned the um the land and ruled the land before like even the emirates were united 
Um, oh, so yeah, basically each okay. each each of the Emirates. So Abu Dhabi is an Emirate, Dubai is an Emirate, Sharjah, Ajman, there are a few of them. Um, so each right. one ruled by the ruling family. That's why you have like princes, crown princes, and and things like people, uh, the leader being called your royal highness because they're they're royalty. Each Emirate has okay. royalty basically. Yeah. And, and so they, they the almost they're, they're like city states. Oh, okay. It's the and, government and is I'm not actually sure if it's the government chosen. I, I guess it's, it's the same thing like in, in countries like Zimbabwe or South Africa where the president will choose his ministers. So it's probably the same thing. Mm, um, but you don't okay. choose your ruling family because your ruling family is your ruling family, you know? Okay. So there's no okay. elections here? Uh, no, there are no elections. Not, not as far as I know. It's a monarchy, uh, I guess. But I don't know what happens for the president of the UAE. Um, again, it's um, the capital is Abu Dhabi. So historically, when the Emirates were united, um, the sheikh that did that is Sheikh uh, Zayed, and he was from Abu Dhabi. So I guess maybe that's why Abu Dhabi is the the capital, and that's where like the, the head of the UAE um, usually hails from. Uh, mm. But yeah. Hmm, okay. Very interesting. I, I didn't know. I, I guess that allows them to have a focus and a purpose in where they want to take the country, right? Because me and Glenn spoke Yeah, about the this. leadership here is incredible. Yeah, they're incredible. They're good people. Yeah. Like, it's their okay. vision that made all of this possible. Like, I, I right. have massive respect. Because in, in our countries back home, like, we have, we have tons of, like, um, resources, but nothing to show for it. Whereas here, mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. I mean, sure enough, they found oil, which is very valuable. But even before they had oil, they, they were very industrious. So they were trading, they had pearls. Um, so it hasn't always been easy. Like, uh, I could go into the history of, of, but I don't think that's why we're on this call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe for another um, time, but it does sound like it's quite interesting. Yeah, but it is, it is very interesting. Like, they, they made something out of nothing because we're, we're literally in the desert. Yeah, I, I was there for a while, and it was quite, not bleak per se, but everything was man-made, you know, just the infrastructure yeah, was the appeal. Yeah, it had to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Incredible. Incredible. The I one thing that really the, the surprised SME me was thing. the weather, actually. Yeah. The weather surprised you, Glenn? Yeah, I thought it would be hot all the time, but, like, the weather's actually pretty dope. Is it not hot all the time? No. No. Nah. It's oh. paradise, like half the time, if not more than half okay. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was there, it was boiling. I was there for like four days. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> you were here in the wrong, yeah. wrong time of year. What month was it? Yeah. Uh, it was April. Yeah, April? that's like the yeah. beginning of summer. What are we oh, now? Okay. We're in June now. But April wasn't hot though. It's only starting to get hot now. It depends when, because the, the I've seen the season shift. Oh, it's changing. It's not getting like as hot as early as it used to. So global warming's real. It's cooling for us, thankfully. Ah, yeah, yeah. Global it's, warming it's, uh, here. It's global cooling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that would See, be a easy. Big it's much. a myth, bro. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> We're just trying uh, to it's a shell for getting those, money. You're watching too many of those conservatives. <laughs> <You're> watching <laughs> too many of their videos. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, uh, but, like. The podcast would be a rant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there was sometimes. something you said that I wanted to ask. You said that yeah. 70% of the businesses are SMEs. Yeah. That is, what, what kind of uh, industry are they in? Is it one sort of field that they're in or is it quite split? That's an interesting stat. And also, is it easy um, to like start a business there? It's not easy to start. Well, no, it depends what kind of business. I think now, okay, maybe let me answer the first question. So the industries here um, are very varied. So you even have some companies that do manufacturing. Um, I know like there's a conception that uh, because Dubai doesn't have um, um, a lot of raw materials, they import everything. But there is actually quite a vibrant manufacturing industry here. And your SMEs, you find, so the way they, like Dubai specifically, the way they set it up is you have um, 
for lack of a better term, districts. So you'll have like an internet city district, media district, um, mm, sport. Mm. There's one called Sports City, for example. So internet city is where companies like uh, Oracle, uh, Microsoft, IBM, those kind of tech companies will be. Then you have media city where your production guys are, like people that are photographers, videographers, agencies, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, so okay. you have these little districts. Then you have like financial districts, etc. So SMEs, they're the reason. I guess there might be um, SME prevalent as SMEs as well. Is a lot of companies set up branches here. Um, so oh, okay. when you set up a branch here, it becomes a small kind of company. Maybe that's why they're also SMEs. And you also have a lot of um, Asians, like uh, Indians, who are very industrious. So they'll set up businesses here. Um, and employ like mm. uh, 10, 15 people. Uh, in terms of the ease of opening a company, I think they have, uh, they're, they're kind of changing the, the um, structures now a little bit to encourage people to open more businesses. Because before it, it, okay. it was quite expensive to set up a, um, to get a business license. But now they've introduced this, this new category where for equivalent of, how much is it now? About four to five thousand rand. You mm-hmm. can get a license to trade um, as a small business, but it, you typically find those that license is um, is kept for people like social media influencers, um, people setting up e-commerce businesses, um, basically like internet-based kind of businesses. Uh, they're trying to push things um, in a certain way, so. Not, not that they're trying to push things in a certain way, but that's just how the world is becoming. Okay, fair enough. Um, so they're basically just adapting to to how the world is because there are a lot of social media influencers. There are a lot of people who are starting e-commerce businesses while they're working somewhere else. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. Look, uh, you're going to mention... You're going to mention something about how Dubai started. I think that'll be something interesting for people to know. Uh, you, you might as well just get okay. into it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So the reason um, people settled here um, a few hundred years ago is because of the location. Like Dubai's location is a, is a very good location. Because um, back in the day, well, besides the fact that it's coastal, um, back in the day, they made money by the pearling industry. Um, and pearls, uh, pearling was like seasonal. So they'd go, I, I, I don't want to start lying here, but they'd go out once or twice a year or twice or thrice a year kind of thing. Um, where, because uh, you know how pearls are cultured by um, oysters and clams and things. So mm-hmm. they, they um, went out and harvested them at certain times of the year. Um, so you found um, they settled in this area, did pearling for a while, and the problem came when Japan started creating cultured pearls, which is basically the um, the practice of making pearls. They're still natural pearls; they're not like plastic or anything, but you're making them in a in a mass kind of way in like these culture farms. So the value okay. of pearls dropped literally overnight; like they were more or less worthless. Um, so they'd gotten rich over pearls, but now pearls were worthless. So they had to kind of reinvent themselves. So they, there's a period in history where things were really tough here, like just after pearling basically died as an industry. And what they did is they tried to now focus on trade. So from what I understand, as far as Dubai goes, which is why um, I, I brought up the point about like the difference leadership can can have. Um, they looked Michelle, at their situation yeah. and they said, in order to make it out of this um, better off for like future generations, we need to make a plan. And the plan they made is there's a creek in Dubai um, that they realized if we dig it to, to be a little deeper, because before they dug it, you could literally walk across the creek. Um, okay. And in order to let ships through and to, in order to increase the amount of trade they were doing, they decided, you know what, we need to dig this thing up, make it deeper, make it wider and start bringing ships, more more ships in our port. 
So they took out a loan to do this. Um, uh, obviously, it was a leap of faith, but they, they did it. They took out a loan, um, cultivated what is now called Dubai Creek, and it worked out so well, they were able to pay back that loan like super quickly. Um, and okay. by having that creek, Dubai basically became like a trading hub, which it still is today. And they made a ton of money and then um, subsequently also di um, discovered oil after that. And when the oil was discovered, that's when uh, the billions started rolling in. But the emirate that really found oil was Abu Dhabi, not, not really Dubai. So there's actually in, in 2000s, early 2000s, Dubai actually had a financial crisis and they got bailed out by Abu Dhabi. Um, by uh, I forget the amount, but it's a few billion. Because um, Abu Dhabi is the one that has uh, a lot of cash in terms of oil, oil cash. Um, so basically, yeah, uh, Dubai basically relies on trade and tourism and the property sector. So you actually find a lot of our, like the majority of our GDP, which is like in the, the between 60 and 80 percent somewhere there, is property um, development mm. uh, in Dubai. Okay. Yeah. So it's an both, interesting place to be. Both commercial and all types of and property, residential. I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. So they, they, they coined this phrase, like, build it and they'll come. Um, so that's mm -hmm. why, like, uh, I was giving that Burj Al Arab as an example. Like, let's build this audacious, monumental, um, iconic building. And all eyes will be on us and people will come. And that was mm -hmm. their, their strategy for a lot of years, where let's build it and people will come. That's why you find, like, things like Palm Jumeirah, uh, like the World Islands, the uh, uh, the Burj Khalifa, tallest building in the world, Dubai Mall, largest mall in the world. That's why they do things like that. It was like, let's build these big audacious projects, pump our money into that. Once we do that, people will take notice and they'll, they'll come. And it worked out. Um, okay. But the problem now was they kind of over-invested in that strategy. So... They were building more than what was required um, from a, a demand point of view. So when there okay. was more um, properties than the the demand for them, obviously it, it started to crash. Like uh, I I keep I uh, heard an example where in like a place like Dubai Marina, um, where you have a skyscraper like a residential skyscraper with half. Uh, occupancy so half of it is empty hmm. but they're building another one next to it <laughs> um, and wow. you're like why you know and in projects yes. like that we're like shooting up all over the place so in order to okay. to kind of curb that they set up a committee in Dubai like the government set up um, uh, some kind of uh, committee for property development so they kind of put a stop to it now uh, thankfully because it was it was getting out of hand to a certain degree the price is also oh, going down right. of the actual property or rent yo the yeah man like when i arrived two years ago um in dubai i was paying i can tell you the amounts i don't mind and i'll for your audience i'll put it in rand perspective so i was paying the equivalent of about four hundred and five thousand rand a year <laughs> two years ago in for my for rent. rent yes okay Wait, wait, did you say this is for how big is the place? 400,000 a year for my rent for my two bedroom apartment. 400,000 hmm. a year, yes. Wow. That's now, like 30 something a month. Yeah. Okay. Now wow. I pay about 330,000. So the value is like gone down tremendously. So you can imagine if, if the person who bought this place um, or my landlord. Uh, is still paying a mortgage on it, and the rent has gone down from, um, what was that? So it used to be, let me just, uh, yeah, so the rent has gone down from 7,500 dirhams, our currency here, to 6,200. 
which is massive mm. like it's, it's a massive difference yeah yes um and it it keeps it basically keeps going down and i'm not an isolated case this is like across the board primarily because it's it's a it's a buyer's market and it's a renter's market because there's so much variety like i don't have to mm-hmm. bargain um i don't have to beg and please to find somewhere to live i can um if he doesn't want to reduce the rent i'll just move you have the leverage basically i have leverage Hmm. that's wow. crazy um so yeah so you know how people say like living here is expensive yeah um I, I found that living here is becoming cheaper because like your rent is the majority of your expense and if that's getting lower and you're not like spending the the excess on silly things then living here is like quite manageable i i love living here do you think that could actually help dubai in terms of bringing more people in like if if the cost of living in terms of rentals keeps going down um yeah i think so i think so cuz people make the decision to come here based on the cost of living yeah um so yeah i definitely think so but again uh thanks to covid there are a lot of people that are here that are unemployed now yeah. so it's going to be mm. difficult for people from outside of dubai to come and find work because there's so much um in terms of like talent pool that's that's here and redundant so it'll be interesting to see what happens the next one or two years yeah you yeah. guess that's the case of globally right um exactly it's even worse in america yeah because yeah? like it's probably reaching like 35 million people unemployed now if not 40 million unemployed in america yeah it's insane it's insane you know, we, I, i'm not sure of our numbers we, we also have it quite bad though like people are struggling yeah. people yeah. are struggling so do you know anyone who's, yeah. who's lost their job in sa easy i'm actually no i know i know one person who lost like a, a almost like a part-time gig uh okay. deloitte yeah and that's it i okay. don't know anyone personally though here but it's been then it's again been i don't think i'm a, a good <laughs> i don't think i'm a good uh representation <laughs> of uh, of of the majority of people because i also i, I also haven't COVID. heard like in terms of my friends at least yeah because i think even before COVID, like yeah even before COVID, our unemployment numbers were crazy they were quite high of course yeah Mad. yeah um i think close to I want to say 30, 40%. I'm not sure. Very high. Or just general, general unemployment. Yeah, yeah. Even before COVID hit, yeah. we were having a crazy yeah. unemployment problem, which is leading to crime. Yeah, South has always had that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite ridiculous. Damn. I, it's so got worse, though. Back. It's got worse. It's 29.1, so it's 30%, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Circling back to to what uh, Batsi was saying in terms of how the leadership in Dubai actually uh, had that vision and managed to to pull it off, and and so before, how did they get the? Do you know how they got the funding to for? to push? You say you said they got a loan, right? So it was the loan yeah. from? Uh, I don't know who the loan was from, but it was a bank, so probably like a global bank. Or a local bank, I don't know. And is this before the UAE was formed or after? Was it still like separate Emirates? Or I think it's before. Ah, okay. Yeah, I think it's before because the UAE is it's a fairly new uh, concept. Yeah. Um, yes, I think it was. Before. So an emirate is basically like a state, basically, right? It's a region. Region. And 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 I guess it's now basically a city. But if it has its own government, then it's a city state. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like the United States in a way, almost. No, no, no. no I wouldn't say so because the the United States has one government. Yeah, it has a federal government and a state government, right? Which the but I mean, obviously, it's a different setup. But they have a federal things can be dealt with like on a state level, and then right. there's a federal government as well. I suppose. Yeah, because I mean, United States basically was like California was supposed to be a country, Texas is supposed to be a country, Florida is supposed to be a country. Like that's how it's 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 meant to be. It's kind of like if, if United Africa had ended up happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense because okay. it is a huge um, 
geographically. Yeah, area. it's massive. It's massive. Yeah. Um, damn. It's a huge chunk of land. It's so when we're supposed to talk about? Um, yeah, let's figure it out. Right Netflix into it. show. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's yeah. make um, it interesting right for these peeps. Um, I, yeah, people are going to enjoy the Dubai thing. Thanks for that. That was that was pretty cool. Good. Good. Interesting. We could have another there. one. Yeah, after I've done because my research. Because okay. But see, all people know about Dubai in South Africa is that that's where we send blessies. That's it. So <laughs> exactly. <have> schooled us. <laughs> that's blessing so central, much. bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there's just kidding. there's, there's a lot. I would, I'd be ha- more than happy to like give a talk on on my experience here because I think it, it would be very valuable. It's just unfortunate with COVID that um, a lot of the advice I would have had isn't useful anymore because. It's it'll it's like exponentially difficult for people to come here now, uh, but yeah, ah, let, let's okay. do it. Okay, so so we'll go again. We'll go again for sure. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe have it. an episode definitely about um, people yeah. moving and the likes. Because I think a lot of people are thinking about you know just making the move outside of where they are. Yeah, so I think yeah. that would be cool. So we'll that do one cool moving to Dubai, and then we'll do another one just moving in general. Yes. Yeah. 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 Something as Zimbabweans are very, we're very good at, <laughs> very good at, by force. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cool. All so, right. so, blood and so, water is, did you, did you did, yeah, did you end up watching it? You finished it, right? I did. I binged it. I binged it last week. Nice. And and today week. today they announced that season two has been approved. Yes. Sir. Uh, so congrats to them. With a bigger budget or what? Uh, uh, well, they didn't give those details, but if it's <laughs> well, the same, you can tell budget, by the look on their enough. face. Like, were, they were, they, very were they really happy or were they happy? They're very excited. Okay, bigger um, budget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but even if it's the same budget, I mean, it seemed like you know the production was, well, you know, if, but usually they don't give you the budget that you want because you you first need to prove yourself. Yeah. So now they have an opportunity to like do even more, you know. So, so what does it mean for a show to be actually given a second season, right? So basically, you know, the network execs, they look at, you know, the numbers, how popular it was. Because I think SA had, so Queen Sono was the first, I think was the first original Netflix show, apparently. I thought, you, you, did you watch the show called Shadow? It was also a South African one. No, I didn't. Yeah, I, I thought that was the first one, but I don't know what the difference is. Um, that was like uh, last year, last year's show. But anyway, Queen Sono was the Pearl Tusi show. So that also got uh, uh, um, approved for a second season. Uh, I like that that show as well. Uh, so, so yeah, so it basically means they did well. You know, that it's worth them investing in another season. And from what yeah, I saw, sure. they, yeah, mm-hmm. the show reached reached a lot of countries, you know, like, basically worldwide and the fact yeah, that it was being pushed on things. on american accounts netflix accounts shows that you know and they got into the top 10 so that's I another i have another perspective on that all right go ahead so it might be also so i don't know how netflix um structures their business but if you think about them competing on on a local level for like forget global for a second if Netflix is competing in South Africa, who are they competing against? So multi-choice. you then have to look at mm-hmm. exactly. And multi-choice has a lot of original programming. So in order for Netflix to be competitive in, in the South African market, they need to have local content. So mm-hmm. even if blood and water didn't do well, it might still have been renewed because they need to have local content. You can only See, watch so friends a- so many times, you know, <laughs> there might be a regional strategy where they have exactly for each okay. geography they 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 champion local shows because you have to okay I, mm. I, yeah that's that's true that's true i mean it has to be good right that's the first thing it, if, it, if it had sucked it wouldn't have gotten a second season that's for sure i, I disagree i think they can always look for a second I show think it needs to be not, not not every yeah they can but, always yeah but but not my, not every uh series is good in the first season yeah, but it just it, needs to be. Sure, that's, just needs to that's be renewed for a second season. It just needs to be watched because they're they're not that many. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about good in terms of numbers. No, I I don't know. I'm not a Netflix exec, but I would think that it it doesn't necessarily have to be great, 
but it, it, it at least it at least have to have some percentage of viewership yeah, yeah. and i'm you sure because yeah, they need I'm sure they'd also look at for sure and i'm sure they'd also look at how much of the show people were watching where did people stop watching they have all kinds exactly. of data first episode can have a lot and then last episode doesn't have any then yeah. that's that's not a good indication of 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 renewing it because my point is i agree with with them their need for having local shows but you know there's there's a lot of people you know looking for like a lot of writers a lot of producers and stuff that they can go to and say look uh we tried blood and water it didn't work out we need another show so they can always get you know new new people to do it because you know my friend uh because my friend nasiba she it's not like she's a veteran. She's like a few years older than me. You know what I mean? So that I'm sure they can find people that are talented. And then you'd be surprised off like the young filmmakers in, in America as well. Like you, our age might be the average age, but also mm-hmm. I don't know if they have that many people knocking on their doors in from South Africa saying, Hey, we've got this original show. How, how many pitches does Netflix get from South Africa? Because if they were getting a lot of pitches, why didn't they launch like five or six and then pick the two best performing and run with those and then rinse and repeat? Because it's money, bruh. Dude, you know how much money Netflix has? Yeah, they do have a lot, but they, they, have, they have a lot for a reason. They make, they do good business. So they're not going to, they're not going to, they launched two, right? They do good business. You know how much they paid for that Will Smith movie, The Bright Island? And it's not like it was, it was... But, but that <laughs> made a, sense that made sense because that that's when they that was like the genesis of netflix movies right that it wasn't really a in thing the, in like that. maybe Original maybe movies. with a big star maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah with a big star maybe yeah that was the genesis so for them it was like yeah I, I but you know do you know how cheap it is i mean we're talking about rands here and this mm-hmm. is an american company with u.s dollars you know how cheap it is to make a south african series why didn't they do 10 of them roll them out on South Africa Netflix see which one does the best because if they're launching one at a time that's like highly risky because of the like what I mentioned how they they've got local local companies on the ground competing with them they did two two is a decent number um, ten yeah, how many be, ten be, how many original shows does point, SABC yeah. have ten would be two what sorry how many original shows does SABC have of which there'd probably be what new ones or, or like in classic general. i mean like in general, general right airing right now yeah is but, it two oh, man for, yeah but that that's I don't what know. you're competing against right yeah i don't know i don't know about shoot i don't know about shooting 10 i think that's too much no that's that's an example no, the, the, but but the point he's making is that there probably isn't a lot of people knocking on the door of netflix saying hey run our show right but is, i don't is know that what you're saying right that that's what i'm saying if they know. were, there would be more. I don't know. I don't think they. I don't think they're handing out shows. You know what I mean? Like it has to. It, the concept has to be good enough. The vision has to be good enough. The there's talent this, has to be good enough. There is this running joke that Netflix does hand out shows. Like there's a running joke um, on a lot of these um, um, shows. Like for example, Rick and Morty. Yeah. And there was another one. Like there's a running joke that net. If you pitch something to Netflix, they'll take it. Because it's it's about competing against things like Disney Plus, bruh. Do you know how much original content those guys can can leverage? Like just by pulling all their Marvel um, on properties <laughs> from Netflix hurts Netflix. So they need content. On that, like note, how many? About, oh, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say on that note of Netflix just absorbing content. I don't know if this is related to what you're saying, but I'm just gonna say it anyway. For me, yep. I've found that Netflix hasn't brought great shows i feel like they've brought convenience to the game if i was to sit down and say these are my top five shows most of them are netflix shows but i'm always on netflix so i'm not surprised because <laughs> other people's content process, yeah exactly i'm not surprised that the pitching process wouldn't be so strict when i look at a yeah. network like hbo right their resume is insane when i think of the yeah. shows that have come from hbo i'm thinking the wire i'm thinking sex Entourage. in the city game of thrones entourage they have really high caliber shows or even amc who has a breaking bad um netflix or who had the sopranos was that hbo as well i'm not sure eh? i don't know i'm not sure yeah i I can check sounds like a like an hbo item netflix had like house of cards 
that's the, the like the most popular and famous that's original most, show yeah that's the most popular one and it doesn't it doesn't stand with the uh, uh, Mad Men is another man and I think of like really critically acclaimed shows Netflix is not Mad Men wasn't Netflix yeah it's it was HBO AMC. it was AMC right yeah Sopranos was HBO Mad Men yeah. I think was AMC if I'm not mistaken yeah. but the point that I'm okay. making is that Netflix isn't in the business of making really high critically acclaimed shows I'm not saying that they don't have but I think they're more in the business of volume how much do we have just to keep trying to catch up keep you keep us on your side but then you again know? bro it's it's making a high, high quality show is bloody difficult like those those shows for are like sure. one in a million and and for hbo sure has been are. in the game for how long as well right who hbo has been in the game for how long they like have for, but for, i'm saying for, Netflix, for, the, for Netflix, every successful hbo show you have like 10 duds yeah exactly yeah, sure, so 100%. so that's what I'm saying. Like they have, we, we've named maybe five or six, but they've been in the game for, for like forever. <laughs> so, and on Netflix, but, on Netflix, we can say Narcos is a Netflix show, right? Is it a Netflix? Yes, it is. I think it is. No, Glenn, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not I'm not saying that their shows are bad. I'm just saying that if I'm a, if I'm a Netflix Netflix exec, I'm not looking for the next Sopranos. I don't need it because my platform is so convenient that I just need decent to average to keep you on my platform. You know, that's, that's I don't that's I don't think decent and average is gonna cut it anymore, especially because well now, now that the streaming like wars Disney are coming, Plus. yeah, yeah. Now that I the mean, streaming wars are coming, I, I think it's changing the shows for are, sure. The shows are improving for sure. Like I, I was watching Ozark. Is um, that a Netflix exclusive? Mm. Really? Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. Wow. Ozark. Yeah, have you watched really Ozark? Good. Easy. You watched it. I love it, right? Ozark. I've watched Ozark. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's really and then you have. We watched Top Boy. Top Boy was good. Um, yes, you know, Top Boy is also good. Yeah, I, I think they are improving. Even their documentaries are. Oh yeah, documentaries are strong. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and did the Obama sign with Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, she did. I she think did. so. But of course, they're being pushed that way because of the streaming wars. I think definitely before the streaming wars, they were gonna kind of keep it average. And I think now that there's this pressure with Amazon Prime and Hulu and the likes. Now they need to step it up and be a lot more competitive. To and that's why they attention. And that's why it's clever how, I mean, they have shows, they have original shows in South Korea, France, Spain, and, and those like South, South Africa as well. Remember La Casa de Papel, the Spanish show? Did you watch that one? Money Heist? I never saw that. Money um, Heist, I, I've heard all the craze about it. Yeah, so that's a Spanish show. But it's so good that it it spilled over to other countries, right? So mm-hmm. you, so it, it's um, so they're doing well in in terms of that, right? So so it's not just a a pool of just America. So they're getting the best of everywhere in the world, and then if it's good enough, it'll spill over to other countries. And at the same yeah, time, the people think... from those countries, like South Africa, who weren't on Netflix, but they yeah. hear the craze of what's it called, blood and water, then they're like, oh, flip. Uh, let me get a let me get an account. I know I know a homie of mine who got an account just to watch Space Force. And <laughs> he's he been disappointed. If you guys watched Space Force, I've only watched the first three episodes. Oddly, I I, I actually enjoyed Space Force. Is like even as much as it got bad reviews. Oh, did I, it? I enjoyed. I Ooh, dude, it. it's been it's been crapped on like called just less than a turd, basically. Dang. Yeah. I think people, it, people are also kind of comparing it with The Office. They're expecting The Office as well. Because the same people that created The Office created Space Force. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was like, that's a high bar. The bar was high, yeah. bro. The bar was high. I have, I have a rule, but see, I don't, know, I don't know if I've told you this rule, Glenn. My rule is I need two recommendations to watch a show. I don't experiment. Two recommendations. Yeah, two. From two independent so two people. people need to be, so two people need to be like, yo, you've got to watch this show and I'll go check it out. Um, so that's why I haven't watched Space Force. As Same with movies. Me, yeah. so, uh, movies is a bit different. Movies, I don't have that rule, but with series, yes, because there's just so okay. much. Yeah. So I usually. So wait until what? Somebody... What is your all-time favorite show? Like top, top, maybe top five. So it doesn't have to be the favorite, but give me a taste of top your five. your taste in terms of like so comedy. Number one, Breaking Bad. Oh, in comedy. Yeah, let's or do comedy because Space Force is a comedy. 
have The Office. I'm not. I'm not big on comedies. I won't lie. I'm not big on comedies. But The Office is number one. For sure. Uh, I like The Office. I'm probably gonna go Modern Family second. The rest are gonna be a bit more nostalgia. So I'll go Fresh Prince. I'll go My Wife and Kids. Okay. Um, the fifth one. Yeah. So I think I think you you you'll like Space Force then. It's it's kind oh, okay. of somewhere just below a show like um like my wife and kids oh okay and, and, and modern okay. family i mean it's not terrible but it's it's um it's entertaining like there's there's this sequence you'll probably hear about um of like the the monkey sequences it's it was a, <laughs> it was brilliant so yeah it has okay. its moments oh yeah that was dope okay. that was dope oh you watched the monkey so, sequence yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm gonna check it out to see what uh, what I think. I'll tell you guys next week. But I wanted to know what you guys think of Blood and Water, Glenn. I know your friend wrote it, um, so yeah, you know I'll try yeah, and she be did. Uh, nice. But I'm, what did you I'm the one who has to be nice. Hmm? <laughs> All right, who goes I'm first? I'm the one who has to be nice. Rock paper scissors. Who goes first? Rock, paper, scissors. Rock. Rock. Deuce, deuce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel Glenn has to go first because Glenn will probably be the most biased because it's your home. Yeah, let's get the BS out of the way. Glenn, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved it. It's the best thing I've ever watched. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Blood and Water. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, I was very excited uh, for it, obviously. And um, in terms of the storyline... I thought it was uh, it was pretty good, fairly original. The casting, the casting was uh, was very good. I, I, I liked the cast. Um, and then in terms of the storyline, so easy. You 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 messaged me asking. Uh, you're saying why didn't? Are we Leng... doing a spoiler review? By the way, by the way, are we doing spoilers or no spoilers? Yeah, spoilers. I think we've given people enough time, and and we'll say a okay, spoiler alert. If you're not, if you're planning on watching, um, Blood okay, and Water, so you might want to tune out now. Forty-six. Yeah. Yeah. Tune out now. Okay, go for it. Although it is very predictable, so <laughs> not much right, spoilers. Again? Yeah. Yeah. Again, so so yeah. So you you mentioned something along the lines of why didn't she tell? um her parents why like why she wasn't why she was ah, why she didn't tell them she was doing why she was creeping around yeah why she was yeah. creeping around and why she changed schools why she chose that school all that um what's your thought on that in terms of the, in terms of the storyline yeah oh you want to know my take yeah so so, so just before i i tell you so i i asked i, I actually thought of it i thought of the same thing as well and i actually asked her like why she went with that direction and why that made sense to her. So I'll read out what she said after. Okay. So my favorite thing about the show was actually the writing. Everything that was put together, the writing was my favorite part. Really? For as far That's as, actually yeah. probably my worst thing. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I, my, I go writing, then I go the cinematography wait when you say good. when you say writing are you talking about the dialogue or no 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 it's just the story like the okay the premise and where they were going with it i wasn't the biggest fan of the acting that's where i think it's i think her so when i looked at the older actors i think their performance was a lot stronger than the younger ones yes so i felt like the veterans the veteran actors and actresses where I could see they were a bit more seasoned and experienced. Uh, the lead actress was also very good. I don't want to crap on people. Yeah, the lead, the lead was, was good, yeah. Yeah, she was, she was quite good. Yeah, Blank. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think that sometimes the acting took away from what she had put on the script. Um, but the, 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 the writing was my favorite. But see, you didn't like the writing so much. Or is it the dialogue? Yeah, so so my crowning disappointment was the episode where she goes to KB's house for dinner. And the episode end, ends on a cliffhanger, right? And then uh -huh, you're expecting uh -huh. this whole spectacle is going to go down, like something epic. 
next episode they're just sitting eating and it, it's so anticlimactic like mm. bloody anticlimactic mm. like i was really okay. highly disappointed that was like when i okay. said mm, please <laughs> let the writing be better next season okay because like yeah, well, you know I, I, like because yeah. it was like a major cliffhanger right like you expected some yes. ish to go down at dinner and nothing went down at dinner it was so boring <laughs> that's Fair a good enough. point even the season Fair finale enough. right like it wasn't as <laughs> as, as, as don't get as, me started on the finale it wasn't as uh usually when you when you watch a season finale and at the end you're going crazy dude i can't even remember what the finale was right now what was the finale it's where her sister, um, her sister. No, no. Let's let Glenn answer. Let 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 okay, Glenn answer. Go for it, Glenn. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, season finale. What happened? Um, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. Now uh, let me ask yeah. you: What happened in Breaking Bad season finale? You'll probably yeah, tell well, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I watched that like freaking five years ago. Exactly. Okay, that's, that's the difference. Fair yeah, I mean, I, 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 but I yeah, mean, I mean, but I did, that's, that, I, that comparison is, uh, that's the goat of, of shows, you know, that's harsh. <laughs> I can, harsh, okay, fine. Any, yeah. No, the season finale could have been better in terms of just a memorable, because I, I didn't, you know, when you, when you come off a season finale and you're like, what the hell was that? Yeah. I didn't have that. That's, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So, so that's why for me, I say the writing wasn't great. Okay, but to your point, this is where this was my biggest critique of the writing. The whole time I'm watching the show, I didn't feel that she had a strong enough reason to not tell her parents that she knew who what the she was sister doing. Was. Yeah. Oh, so who she thought she knew who the sister was. Yes, I would have liked yeah. if they had added a, a complication in telling the parents some sort of consequence. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. every time I'm watching, I'm like, well, what's the worst that could happen if you tell your parents? <laughs> and that question... Didn't the worst that could happen right? is they'll, they'll probably not believe her. So Exactly. Either they yeah. won't believe you or you can tell them, guys, we can't tell anyone. These are some dangerous people. And it makes your inv- investigation that much easier. So the only thing that frustrated me was that she should have written in some sort of obstacle, something that prevents her from telling her parents or anyone else for that matter. Well, Glenn's got the answer apparently. So what did she say about that? Let's hear the answer because that was my that was my biggest critique, I think. All right. So she says. uh, So what I asked her was, and I kind of understand why at the end, why she couldn't, why she found it difficult to tell her parents, because she now had a you know a relationship with uh, KB and his dad was involved, so he could go to jail, and then. Uh, the chicks fixes his life will go upside down thinking those were her parents right but at, at the beginning really she doesn't have uh, a strong bond with these people for her to be that loyal to not help her dad but so I asked her that and then she says good question it's two main reasons right um, she's not sure of what she knows she just has wild suspicions and doesn't want to raise the hopes uh, their hopes in vain. So that's the parents. And then okay. also, she did just say to Tandeka that she wants to move on. That's actually a good point because remember, it's her 17th birthday. Yeah. And the parents hold a birthday party every year for this lost mm. child. Exactly. Like, imagine raising their hopes. It's, yeah, it would have been horrible. For exactly. Yeah. So so she's like, yeah, she, she yeah, they wanted to move on. And then uh, the second point, she says, subconsciously, she's also afraid uh, because what if Fikile is her sister? How will their family life change? Because you remember, oh. Fikile also has been that kid that their mom was having a birthday for for the whole life, right? Yes. Um, so she's getting like, the double decker cake. Yeah. And then they weren't getting that kind of birthday and they were there. So she was like, how will her family life change? And she's an Olympian swimmer. Mm. <laughs> Olympian, yeah, yeah. Um, so she says, okay. and then, but her suspicions are strong enough to force her to make the desperate move, especially after she's humiliated at her current school. She needs a fresh start anyway. Her adolescent mindset says, why not the most expensive school ever? Okay, yeah. So that's so. So that's okay. that's a fair that's a fair point. That's a um, fair point. 
Yeah. I don't know if you guys but, know more about this than me because I don't know too much, but correct me if I'm wrong, don't writers speak in, like, there's, like, you usually have a group of writers when you're, you know, putting this stuff together, right? Yes. Almost like a, a team. Depends on your budget. Ah, good point. On this one, I think they had, like, <laughs> three or four, four people. And that's why Netflix, if Netflix increases their budget, they'll have better writing. Uh, okay. Because my, I hear, you know, Glenn, I like that. What I would have asked her to do, because I'm, she's a lot more talented at writing than me. I would have asked her, A, make the viewer doubt that it's her sister. Because I think that would have added tension, right? Yeah. Because yeah, from episode one, you know it's her sister, right? I don't um, think it is her sister. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the See, big reveal. <laughs> it's, that's why I'm saying it's predictable. <laughs> She's obviously yeah. not her sister. It's it's like glaringly obvious. It's not uh, glaringly obvious. It's, no, it's not clear. It's I glaringly think, I, I obvious. Thought, I thought it was quite you clear that me. it's her sister. That's exactly but why anyway, it's not. I would have loved if we would have been having this debate in the show. Like, is it or isn't it? Um, I would have liked more doubt because I felt so certain that it was her sister. Like, from the jump. I was like, because there's a scene where, what's the colored boy's name? I forgot. Um, they're Which flipping color? through a camera. Uh, Wade? The, the guy who, Wade, Wade, Wade. But this is when I knew it was obvious, right? At first opening scene, they're having a birthday party for the sister that disappeared. Then the next scene, where she sneaks out to the party, Wade's flicking through a camera and he's like, hey, this girl kind of looks like you. At that point, yeah. I immediately know. I immediately know that. You do you, know, know, do like, you know why I don't think it's her sister? Mm. Okay. Uh, how long can you sustain a series that's that obvious? If it's revealed, like how many how many seasons can you not reveal that she's the sister? If you're saying it's that obvious, how many seasons I can you go? If they if they reveal it in season two, then what? Okay, fair enough. Which is why they gave themselves the chance to say it's not a sister. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think it is going to be a sister because otherwise, like. Okay, so let's. I had a thought actually. So if it is her sister, how does the series pivot to to keep the story going? So it could oh, be that mm-hmm. season two she's revealed yes. So let's say yes, she is the sister, and then she her dad still goes to jail, and then season two they're trying to reveal that the dad is innocent, for example, and then the whole season is about that. So th- there has to be some kind of way of, to keep it interesting and to maybe to say to go three, four seasons for them looking for a sister won't be that interesting. Like it'll get boring very quickly, I guess. True. I, I think they'll go the route of probably season two. No one believes her. And no one believes her that it is three, the sister. Yeah, no one believes her. And then maybe season three, you go, OK, we all believe you. Now let's uncover the cover up and then maybe season four you prove the dad's innocence and then you call it a day so what do you think you guys um is going to happen with kb's dad that dude's shady but he's rich <laughs> and smart <laughs> <laughs> he'll i think he'll be a bit more of a villain i could see his arc becoming a lot darker as the show progressed i did like because he is very um, friendly to begin with i guess so yeah yes, that, yes, that, yes, yeah yes, yes. you're right yeah, so I think they'll probably um, he'll probably become a lot more of the villain as things go on. But and where does Glenn, that live, do you, leave KB? In the middle. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> nice. That's it will be a nice complication because you have yeah. these two who are dating, and then the dad is kind of the you know <laughs> the roadblock because yeah. KB obviously is gonna feel strong for his dad. And this is where I thought the show did really well. I, my favorite yeah. thing, when I said the writing, maybe I used the wrong term, I think the premise. I love the premise because there's so many complications that I think have a lot of potential. Um, yeah. And like you said, but see, if you get like a team of writers now, because you have such a good premise, the sky's the limit. Yeah. It's, it's surprisingly one, hard to one have of a the, good premise for a show. Yeah, one of the, 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 the best things I found is like the way I, I didn't predict that KB would end up with her. Like I didn't see that one coming. I don't know if anyone else saw uh, that coming. No, I didn't Because when, when, it, when she first no. bumps into him and he, he burns her, her, her jersey, he just seems like a, like a, like an a-hole. Yeah, he just seemed right? like a douche. Yeah. Like I didn't yeah, see, I didn't that, see coming. that coming. And I, I give him credit for that. 
and also, also credit sure. on KB's um, acting as well. Yeah, he was believable. He feast. He, he, he looked like a guy nice, I though. knew. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what yeah. they wrote for him. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you good. mean. Yeah. He just looked like a gen. We all know a guy like KB. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. He was quite, he was quite <laughs> the closest <laughs> person I know to KB is Glenn. <laughs> yeah, that shows you that you really don't. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah. Fair enough. No, they're there. They're there. It's a thing now. It's the trend these days. Or am I supposed to call you Juice when I'm on here? I don't know. Easy doesn't even call me Juice. Like he, like he just, he just flip flops. I, I, I stay in character and call him Easy. Uh, oh yeah, I that's true. I flip. I flip. Oh yeah, I do say Cash. Right. Yeah, no, but it's usually usually greeting. I'll say dudes, but like further in the conversation, I'll say Glenn. Yeah, oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, to a bomb. That's usually what happens. <laughs> well, congratulations to Blood and Water. Um, oh yeah, by the way, I hated their logo. She should check, tell your friend, holler at your boy for a new logo because that thing was. A... What the Blood and Water? Who, wait, you didn't which, like it? Which logo? It was is this? horrible. Really? <laughs> the Blood which and logo? Water logo. The Blood and Water. Wait, it says Blood and Water. It's horrible. Um, and then with the what part don't you like? Like because it, it has that that uh, reflection. I don't like any of it. It wasn't it's bad. horrible. I thought it was nice. It, it's nice. It's nice and bold. Yeah, that's why you're you and I'm me. Right. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Exactly. But he's a master oh, designer. A bit so. of context for people who don't know. This is the person who made the amateur opinions logo. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, he is. Yeah. Welcome to Fair the enough. show. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, Finally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, that, that is all, that is not the crown, my crowning Actually, achievement though. So don't don't judge me on that. I did that in his sleep. I did that shit for free. But speaking of, because you, I, I guess you're the you're the designer amongst the three of us. What do you think of the PS5? A lot of people hate how it looks. Some people like it. What do you think? I think it's I don't know I don't understand the people that hate it to be honest, because um, uh, okay. I mean, yeah I understand like something like the Cybertruck, you either you hate it or you don't, but I don't mm-hmm. understand like why you would hate the PS Five. It's not like it's a, it's like a radically different design, you know. Okay. It's just an improvement over the old one, so I I don't know why you'd hate it. Like what were they expecting? Yes. Uh, you saw those um, those concepts. Did you see the concepts for the PS Five before it was revealed? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I mean the concepts were ugly compared to what they released. So I, I don't know what more they wanted. And My that's opinion, rare. Yeah, exactly. That's rare. My opinion is I I love it. It's an it's a it's a nice um, progression from the old one. Although this, I was watching this video of this chick reviewing it. And she made an interesting point. So her question is, why don't Sony and Microsoft collaborate in designing their consoles? Because a lot of people own both. And it'll be you can imagine the PS5 design next to an Xbox. Uh, what's the new Xbox called? Xbox One? I actually don't know. The it's like this Xbox big black Series box, right? X. Yeah. Series X. It's like imagine the Series X... That, that big black one next to the PS5. They look so radically different. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice if they coordinated their designs. So if it's sitting in your living room next to your TV, they look great together. Whereas in this case, the oh, PS5 and the Xbox going to look horrible together. So you're saying they make a truce and say, look, we know people are going to buy both. Let's work together to make it look good next to each Do other. People buy both. So people don't buy both, but they might be inclined to if they looked if they looked uh, better together. Ah, oh, I see. I but they would never do I'm that. Why would anyone buy two? A lot of people buy two. Like gamers, gamers. Because you, you have exclusive games. Yeah. Like if, if you want to play Maybe Halo and God of War, you have no choice. Well, you saw, I, I, who sent, between you two, someone sent me an image with the next box yeah, as a I table. <laughs> <laughs> you want to describe the image? like? Yeah, so the Xbox is a big black box. So they just put like a, a glass top on it, like so to make it look like a table. And then they put the PS5 on top. It's basically obviously it's basically, it's better. <laughs> it's, it's so rude, dude. <laughs> so rude. But that's how you can do it, I guess, if you have two, both of them. Oh, I love you have it. a nice little table right there. Okay, guys, I have a headache. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, boom. 
we had to cut the conversation short because we kept on rambling for about 30 minutes after this. So I decided to just keep it short and post the next one later. But uh, thanks so much for joining us. Be sure to like and subscribe on all the mediums and channels. We appreciate that greatly. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, as far as this episode is concerned, this is about it. And um, if you like our amateur opinions, you can take them. If you don't, you can leave them. Peace.